Welcome to Draft Bastards Unfiltered Reviews, a podcast that features four brothers consuming craft and microbrews from the New England area, all while discussing the topic of the day. Tonight we get our geek on as we chat about Marvel's miniseries Loki. The beer on tap comes from Backyard Brewery out of Manchester, New Hampshire, complete with a gift card giveaway. Details at the end of the show. The album reviews for this episode feature Primus, Boston, Aerosmith, and Temple of the Void. It's time to get tricky on with the show. So time moves faster in there? It's like a Narnia thing? Boys, dears, bonjour, guten tag, and konnichiwa. Welcome to another episode of Draft Bastards. My name is Jay O'Neill, and I'll be your moderator. With me again are my bro hosts. I got Mikey. Jason. I got Baru. What up? And I got Kev. Yo. Good evening, bastards. It's a, uh, God, are you going to be coughing all You're night? You're going to be editing out a lot of coughs from this episode, Jay. Mm. Well, what I was going to say is that it's a muggy Sunday evening in New England. Lovely and, indeed. Yeah. And we have once again gathered. The sun is trying to kill us. <laughs> like remember that uh that desert level from Super Mario Three, where the sun's actively trying to murder you. Yeah, picture that, but with humidity, yeah. all humidity. I couldn't breathe outside today. Yeah. So like the sun's trying to kill you, but with water bending. Like that's not bad Ooh. enough. Like the actual sun trying to attack you. Then you had humidity. Yeah. Ugh. It's only snakes. like ninety-two today. It felt like hundred and fifty. For real. Yeah. I uh. I really had to try hard to pull myself out of the pool to come here, guys. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I thought about calling you guys. Want to just blow this yeah. off and just come over to my house? I mean, in all women. In all fairness, night, Mike, we did get pretty uh, crispy. A little crispy. There. I got bronze. Well, we're gonna chat about some Loki. We're gonna Loki. chat about some music and probably a bunch of other stuff. Can I have a beer? But but voice. first. Mikey and Kev went on an adventure and got us some beer. Where sure from? Did. Boys. Where are they from? Where did they go? Tell me. Kev, about you want to talk beer. about it or you want me to? Uh, I'll talk about it for a minute and you can talk about it some more. Uh, mm-hmm. We went to Backyard Brewery in Manchester, New Hampshire. By no means a small brewery. These guys are booming right now. This place was hopping, dude. Like that parking lot was filled. I'm surprised I got a space. And uh, when you walked inside, there was actually... I wouldn't say plenty of room, but there was open seats. Wow. So it's a big place. It and used to it's be the busy. yard. Right? I'm not familiar with it. Yeah. Oh, I think I know where that is. Anyway. Go. Go. Like, that's my new place. All yeah. Right? They have prime rib. And it is, oh. like, not just, like, not like 99 prime rib. Yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. good prime rib, good au jus, good salty au jus, buttery mashed potatoes. You always get prime rib when you go. It's the best part of the cow. I get it. He's not wrong. Yeah. Um, want to give a shout out to our server, Who's Jamir. 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 Dude. This guy was on his shit. Yeah. Crazy good. Uh, and this place was busy. Like you could see he was breaking a sweat. He's running and yeah. Yeah. everyone's short staffed right now. Sure. Obviously. Sure. Dude, I feel like whenever we needed him, he just materialized like a magician. Shut so, up. Like poof. Yep. 
Do you guys need refills? Like a ninja, sometimes... Do you guys want another appetizer? It's like, yes. Sometimes it's... Yes. (laughs) Sometimes his hand would just come from behind you, put your drink down, you turn around to thank him, and he's already gone. He's gone. It was... It was... It was a really... It was a sight to see. Um, He really knew what he was doing. He did it well. We took the hell out of him. What what else did you get to eat? Because it sounds amazing. I want to know. What do we get? We got the pork poutine. Yep. We Uh, got the, uh, the smoked wings. Smoked wings, well, salty, the but they were good. Like they were ones when you try and eat it. Like if you pick it up and you hold it for too long, the meat just falls off. Oh, mm. oh um, again, little salty, but really good. Yeah, uh, just makes you thirstier. Prime rib egg rolls with some, want to say, homemade spicy ketchup. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't interested because I had actual prime rib. I tend to steer away from any kind of egg roll myself. It's just a personal <laughs> decision. I don't mind a buffalo chicken egg roll here mm. and there. You know, but <laughs> they, have a variety, they had a good variety of beers too. Um, I drank their flagship. I'm really excited to drink it out of a can. Uh, the flagship was Lazy Days. Yes. Um, it was, it was good. I'm going there for the prime rib, not the beer though. I'll tell you that. Fair. Yeah. Uh, it, it wasn't a bad beer. It's just, yeah, it wasn't an oh my god moment. Sure. sure. I, a come to god moment. I enjoyed their, uh, their lager, the lawnmower. It's, uh, a, it's a shame they didn't have any four packs of that. So you're yeah, saying that their beers pale in comparison to their prime rib? Most beers pale in comparison <laughs> to prime rib. Well done. Well, so the beer we're going to start off with is Break Check. C-Z-E-C-H. I get Czech. it. That's a great one. Get it? Check style Pilsner. Clocking um, in at. I did not try this one. Super cool can. Yeah. I'm excited to start off with a Pilsner. I like Pilsners. Especially ones that have like fun things in them with like lemon or who's the one that we had with the tea that was a pilsner right I believe that so. was yeah what we're in i don't remember i forget who had the tea was that navigation maybe smells good smells sweet hmm. looks like a beer i'm not gonna lie this smells like the 40s i used to drink when i was a kid well dude that was get crazy ready to that and like As i was I making was... my mouth water as I was bringing it to my nose, I was thinking, because I'm looking at it, I'm like, oh shit, that's Natty Ice. That is um, King Cobra. Oh, And then I brought it up to my nose and <laughs> stole it right from right. my brain. It smells like one of the old school, big ass green bottle 40. It kind of tastes like it. I'm okay with that. Yep. All right, let's see what's going okay. on here. Not, it's not bad. It's actually less like, um, so some of that cheap ice beer and like, well, that's fun. And stuff, it feels like battery acid. Yeah. Almost mm. like it's really like, Drink it. It's all, you feel like it's almost toxic. It's just low grade alcohol, you know. This is pretty smooth. This mm. tastes like a high this quality malt liquor. Tastes <laughs> hoppier, yeah, than um, any of those old school cheap beers. But it's like a premium version of it, maybe. You sure. Yeah. Yeah. I like me a pilsner, but I mean, what's there to say about it? So slightly bitter, slightly hoppy. I'm not really seeing anything, any fun ingredients. I'm not seeing the tea or the lemon or no, anything. No, but you know what though. It's really, really simple, and it's kind of perfect. I, I think it might be my favorite Pilsner right now, to be honest. Okay. No shit. I'm not a big Pilsner guy. I drink them. I'm like, all right, it's all right. You know, it's cool. I'll have an IPA now, please. But this is just, it's its so simple and so well-balanced. I, I really like it. It's got a little bite to it. It's good. Good. It's Pilsner. crisp. Yeah. It's crisp and crisp clean. Real, real crisp. Yep. Okay. The uh, horsepower on this thing, 4.8. Oh, perfect. Yeah, we got a couple of low alcohols, I think. I think the dad joke is pretty low as well, right? 
There's one called the dad joke. There yes. Is. Fantastic. Well, everybody's got to work in the morning, so good idea. <laughs> <laughs> yep. By design. Uh, so, so what the hell else is going on? There he is. Oh, we went camping. Mike has to work in the mornings now. Oh, morning look at now. you. A new job. Are you we, filled with the same yeah. sense of dread that I am right now? No, not really. <laughs> I'm actually really enjoying it. I'm oh, liking good. going to bed early. I'm liking waking up early. I like waking up really early. Give me a couple hours to start my day off right. Coffee, read the news, catch up on whatever like stupid little half hour shows I mm-hmm. I um, DVR for myself instead of staying up late and watching them. Mm-hmm. Watch them in the morning with some coffee. There you go. Yeah, digging the new job. Good. Yeah, that's awesome. Yep, a lot to learn. We went camping last week. I did go camping last week. You went camping last week. We all went camping oh, last camping week. Last you were there, week. and you were there, and you were there. You were mostly there. I don't remember. <laughs> you were there and no. body. Yeah. <laughs> mostly spirit. Mostly spirit. <laughs> Poor Baru was like covered in poison ivy. Yeah, it's kind of a blur. You it know, looked like something out of Charleville. Uh, yeah. <laughs> there was lots of beer to kind of yeah. like thin the blood, smooth things out. But like, oh man, I had the worst poison ivy. And on, so... I had it that whole week and I thought I had control of it and then it just kind of started bothering me. And then whatever, sa- Saturday I went swimming in the mountains and it was great. It felt great. It really just kind of knocked a lot of it away. Just yep. kind of finished it off. I was feeling great. And Saturday was great. We had a nice, uh, draft bastards toast out there. There's a picture of us. Mm, did. Um, yep. and then, uh, Drinks you know, the following beer. morning, it like came back with a vengeance all over my hands. And I was just mm-hmm. in my tent, ears and scratching, and I knew I was doing the wrong thing. And then my hands looked like something that, you know, Mikey said, came out of a Tromaville movie. It still doesn't. One of my fingers has like a hole in it. Anyway, it sucks. Well, my second round of steroids. Okay. Nice. Just knock it out. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Uh, we took Izzy shooting for the first time. How nice. did he do? I, he I did stayed amazing. and I started cooking. He was super safe. I mean, obviously, I gave him a safety talk first and everything. Sure. And when I gave him the gun, he was a little shaky at first. Obviously, the first time you ever yeah. shoot a gun, you're going to shake a little. Yeah. I actually forgot about that. That was awesome. That was awesome. such a good time. I got to bring more ammo next yeah, time. Ammo is stupid expensive right now. Holy know. shit. No. Holy shit. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I might, might need to buy a... 22 or something. None of this my nine millimeter. <laughs> Cheapest stuff I can find is like 55 cents a round. Well, Izzy yeah. shot, uh, no, right. pellet guns before. He's always had, yeah, been, yeah, a, yeah. been a good, uh, yeah, no, his aim was he has good. a good feel for the, for the yep. aim. Aim was real good. Uh, we found a great little spot, nice clear opening with a, uh, big old stump that didn't have nearly enough bullet holes in it. Does uh, <laughs> so it now? We took care of, the, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, I, I think we I could only, hear you. What did I bring up? 200 rounds, 100 rounds? Yeah, we could hear you from the fire. Like, we're, we're sitting back there, you know, getting ready to cook, and we're here, you know, pop, pop. Pop, 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 pop. Yeah. Pop. Then it would be, like, dead quiet for a while. I'm like, please, somebody start shooting, because I know something <laughs> terrible is going to happen if it just goes dead quiet, but then pop, 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 pop. Oh, man. So, yeah, no, that that, that was cool. That was cool. Well, yeah, that, that was, was a good time. We'll definitely be doing that next time we go up there. Burnt a guitar. I'll post pictures of that up. Yeah. Always, uh, which guitar did you burn? Uh, we had this, uh, skeleton guitar that nothing worked on it. So okay. we stripped the parts and. Okay. 
I actually saw the video from that. I thought that was from the last time we burned a guitar. Yeah. Up there. Different. Different times. Different times. We burnt. So that's the third guitar we burnt up there. We burnt. Yeah. A few guitars. Okay. Fourth. Four. Didn't, uh, didn't your original acoustic get burned up there? No. And the harmony. With the big eye sticker on it? Oh, the harmony. Yeah. Oh, yes. Really? Yeah. Well, that was mine. That was a while ago. Yeah. That was a while ago. The red. Acoustic, electric. We both, then we burnt the harmony. Yep. Then I brought one year. I brought up like three like Epiphone bodies. <laughs> <and we> just, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what brand this one. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> well, All right. Next time we know, we can shoot it. Yeah, it, and then we can shoot it. it and then burn it. That'd actually be really fun. We had a Lunamoth dive bomb the fire. We had two Lunamoths dive bomb the fire. Two Lunamoths dive bomb the fire. That'll happen. Time honored tradition. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every year that happens. Normally Lunamoth. when it's a bat moth, we uh help him out a little bit. What did you guys <laughs> think? But as soon as we saw it was a Lunamoth, like, oh no, no. Of the porter potty that I rented. Is that uh, a thumbs up or a thumbs down? <laughs> That's an approval? Yeah. Alright. I was and, afraid uh, we were gonna get Shit for that. Oh, Burn the dad pun intended. I, uh, I don't know if you took a gander in that thing before you left. No, nope. we definitely got our money's worth. Um, <laughs> we, sh- we, we should have left a cherry on top. <laughs> like shit Sunday in there. Yeah. Stacking up. Yep. I was saying that we should have gotten a shit stick, you know, just to go in there and stir it up a little. Well, a I, don't, I don't, I don't think he's listening, but I don't think anyone knew Schmitty was going to come up either. <laughs> oh man you know personally when i when i'm camping i'm actually fine without one but you know i totally am having one there is but now that you have one but that I was mean, a nice kind of treat honest to god when i'm in the woods i i made peace with that years ago I'm, yeah i'm pretty good at going and doing a yeah. squat yeah. When, it, when the time comes yeah i do the axe the axe skill. method you grab an axe and you put the head around a tree and you just kind of lean back yeah i don't do that <laughs> No, I'll squat down like the animal that I am. Okay, comes right out. Well, it's magic. My back wasn't going to do it this year. Like you know what? It's worth a hundred bucks. I'm getting a portage on hundred bucks. <laughs> That's awesome. Got to take my truck up to Slippery Rock. That was nice. That was uh, yeah. That I'm was all cool. We haven't taken a truck up there in yeah. a while. It's the only way to go. Yeah, you got to load everybody up in the Fuck back. That and, walking shit. Yeah, too old for that. And then you swim in. Uh, 45 degree water and that's being generous yeah <laughs> it's probably Killing. about that yeah it wasn't no, too, it was wasn't too bad Plus, I don't, I don't know gonna, I mean, it was cold but I, it, it wasn't it didn't hurt it, it, it wasn't yeah I, usually it's much colder oh yeah plus with uh, all the talk about that black bear wandering that area and why not bring a big loud truck up yeah See him on the road, drive up in the truck. I'm bigger than you. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this will work, but I think I may have uh, conceived of an idea for like a bear defense. Oh yes, right. So and, you know those inflatable rafts, like you have in a backpack, and you pull a cord, and all of a sudden, yeah. there's a giant raft. Do that, but with like a giant ball or something. So <laughs> bears charging you, and all of a sudden, there's like a ten foot round ball. You it know, wants to do and its circus loud. instinct. I don't think no. It's just like that wasn't there a second ago. I, I feel like that might fuck with a bear. I could be wrong. Why would you choose a ball shape? Why not another bigger bear shape? 
I don't I, any shape. It doesn't matter. And it goes like bang, and then he takes a huge black bear shape standing in front. Yeah, but fill it with bear mace. But fill it with bear mace. So when he comes over and attacks it, it pops. He gets a snoot full of bear mace. You're having a bad day. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually really it's cool. not a bad it's idea. Actually, really good. Yeah, yeah. I dig it. But who's going to test it out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, shit. Well, I figure if you're in that situation, you'll test anything. Yep. I reckon a bear wouldn't like any sudden loud noise. Loud noise. All of a sudden, there's something giant and boingy. You've seen at you, him. Did you watch that show, The Alone? And they, they give them, as part of their survival packs, like bear bangers or something like that. Yeah. They're basically little poppers. Yep. Not little, but. Yep. They scare the bears away, apparently. Just enough to get the bear really mad. Yeah. No good. Are we caught up on Loki? I'm caught up. Good show. I'm enjoying it. I am also enjoying it. I'm, I'm interested. Want to see where it goes. Uh, I'm hoping it leads into Doctor Strange's multiverse of madness. Because if he breaks the timeline, spoilers. If Loki ends up breaking, if Loki and Sylvie oh, yeah, end up minute. breaking the timeline and now there's chaos and many, many timelines, now there's the multiverse. A lot of possibilities. I'm a little disappointed with the, what is it, the TVA? TVA? Time Variance Authority. Yeah. They all have sticks and they're not very good at using them. Hmm. That's it? Hmm. You get a stick. Yeah, they're not very authoritative those yeah. sticks. That one well we're seeing them go up yeah. against kind of like ice giants that grew up on Asgard. Not you know, I mean that's I thought, a big call. I, I think against like a regular human. I'm glad that they finally caught up with each other. I knew they would, but obviously it yeah. was it's it was cool that the chess moves you have two trickster gods mm-hmm. with the back and forth in the conversation and each one trying to get the better of the other and it's like it was kind of masterful. Yeah. I'm not sure who's winning over who. I kind of wish that it didn't have uh, as many like cheesy moments. Loki is uh, cheesy fairly often. But I feel like the content of the show, like what's happening in the story, kind of compensates for it. How about Owen fucking Wilson? Oh, he's awesome. Yeah, I mean, he's carrying Dude. the show. I'm not... People are all... Great little actor. Freaking out Absolutely. about Tom Hiddleston. Mm-hmm. He's really... I, I, in my opinion, I disagree. I think he is pretty good. I think he's got a lot of range. Okay, you know? I think so too. And I think it, that he's often the Loki he's portraying right now isn't the Loki that died in Infinity War. He's playing the Loki immediately after New York, right? Immediately after he lost the battle for New York, so he's not that guy yet. And I'm glad he's not acting like the altruistic actually Loki. i'll he do might. you one better he's acting like the loki right after the first avengers but after endgame yeah because this <clears> is the the variant version at that one point where yep they went back and they snagged the tesseract all right <laughs> I, I can i could see that so he he may awesome. still have a hulk concussion <laughs> <laughs> he might yes yeah, yeah. puny god i do uh i do think the uh, bit where he's looking at Blips from his own future was very well done. Okay. Felt that. Yeah. That caught you in the feels. Uh, the actress that plays Sylvie. Yeah. Yeah. 
Sophia DiMartino. She's killing it. I'm really impressed with her. I like her. I like the way she's playing the character. Very cool. Very suave, but not in your face cool. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. She's got a plan. She's smart. The actress is from Nottingham. England. I love that. From Nottinghamshire. Nottingham, Nottinghamshire. Descendant of Robin Hood. Badass. Yep. And she's got a broken horn. What's the story there? Are we going to see that? They're going to show that. I don't know. I uh, really appreciated that little cartoon infomercial we got in the first episode. Mm-hmm. That was very in context. Yep. Explained a lot of things that I needed to know. Yep. Oh, I mean, even the way they did it. Oh, and the other thing, um, speaking of the way they did it, the intro with the lettering, the Loki lettering. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, but that really smacks for me. Like, I really like the way that looks. It looks like silent movie, like kind of slightly glowing letters mm-hmm. a little bit. But I think they were taking a different letter from like all the different versions of Loki that we've seen. Yes. Right. Is that yeah. the idea? That's what it said yeah, to or me. Or see. <laughs> right. The way they played into Loki's bisexuality, I thought <laughs> was very well done too. It was very matter of fact. Yeah. For both of them. It wasn't a, um, overly woke in your face moment. It was just like, yeah. 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 He's over a thousand years old. I imagine he's dabbled. Yeah. <laughs> How old is Loki? Is he the same age as Thor? Uh, is he younger? He's, he's around 1500 years old. Okay. Give or take. Okay. I out loud. Personal fan moment. I love that Miss Minutes, the clock lady mm-hmm. was voiced by Tara Strong. Yes. Who's voiced so many characters in yep. my childhood. Raven from Teen Titans, Timmy from Fairly Odd Parents. No way. Uh, What's wrong with you? Why are you coughing so much, dude? We have summer colds. <laughs> Do you have summer colds? Well, we did. We're covering. Yeah, the masks so, come uh, off and everybody is, gets sick. It's kind of weird. I haven't been sick in like two years. Yeah. And all of a sudden, the masks come off. I'm vaccinated and boom. Hmm. Stay down. Yeah, sorry guys, this isn't going to be a good episode. We have summer colds. We got summer <laughs> colds. Sorry. Metalocalypse reference. Motherfucking eye gouging, cock sucking, motherfucking summer cold. <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys see the trailer for the new Suicide Squad? Yeah. yeah. You didn't see oh, it? Oh, the movie. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, the movie. Not, not uh, the, yeah, Suicide Squad know, part two. It looks incredible. It looks really, really, really funny. James Gunn is uh, directing it, right? I think so, yeah. They do that every time. It always looks amazing on the previews. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Sylvester Stallone is King Shark. Yeah. It's tight. (laughs) I like the weasel guy, too. He's pretty fucked up. It looks incredible. It (laughs) it looks like a lot of fun. Well, you know, fucking Mortal Kombat looks like fun, too. And fuck that movie in the fucking eyeball. Yeah. See, I I didn't watch that movie, but I did watch the, the trailer. I didn't think the trailer looked that good. I thought oh. it had one good part. I didn't think the trailer Maybe I'll watch it someday. No, I Maybe no. I won't. Oh, watch. I'll end up loving it, too. I don't know what you guys still like about this movie. <laughs> uh, what else happened? Uh, Rick and Morty came out. Rick and Morty came out. Great episode. It was uh, really awesome. I, yep. um, the whole Hoovy timeline, I felt like I really knew what was going on in every sequence. 
Yeah. Which was brilliant. It was, yep. um, it was reminiscent of, uh, the snake time travel episode they did. Yep. Where they had the snake movie. Like, not a word was spoken, but you could picture everything those snakes were saying. Snake jazz. <laughs> uh, but that last Rick and Morty episode, I, uh, I really felt for Morty at the end of that. You were so close. I, I enjoyed every minute of that episode. And at the very end, I had no joy left. They took it all away. Yeah. They took it all away. Yeah. Hooby though. Ah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. I should probably watch that show. You definitely should. You should. I've seen like two episodes. One of them was Pickle Rick. Awesome episode. It's <laughs> awesome. Cause years ago I'm laying there. I'm like, I should probably watch this show. Like Pickle Rick. That sounds funny. Yeah. It's amazing. I have one episode in particular that hooked me and it was the, the season, season three episode one. Yep. Uh, I watched that episode. I'm like, oh, okay, I gotta get caught up. That was awesome. We were intending to watch primal or venture brothers, something, one or the other. And it was one of those, one of those things where cartoon network doesn't tell you what they're actually putting on. And then say they were just doing a marathon of this season premiere that they didn't announce at all. Mm-hmm. It was great. It was an April Fool's thing, right? Something it, like that. Yeah. yeah that was channel's awesome. brilliant. I used to watch a lot more of their stuff. I just, uh, that's what I, I fell asleep to every yeah. night. Ch- channel's mostly brilliant. I, I take a lot of issue with the crap that the creators of Metalocalypse and Venture Brothers had to go through sure. because of Cartoon Network. Uh, I did hear about, I know we've been hearing a lot about it, but uh, apparently a Metalocalypse movie. Yep. They're going to wrap things up. Oh, that's right. It, People got really excited about that. Yeah. It it's going to feels dirty that Cartoon Network is involved. Just the, the way, not only what they did to the creators, but how they responded to the fan base coming at them in droves saying, no, we want to see the rest of this. We want to see this finish out and they're, they're treating the Metalocalypse audience like a like a disposable audience. Yep. It, it was it was really fucked up. Yes, sir. I think you're guessing. I, I'm waiting for those uh, NDAs to expire so we can know what really <laughs> happened. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't think those expire. They do. They do. They do. Yeah. Okay. In other news, I got a new guitar. Yeah, you did. I got a pointy. It's pointy. Shop pointy guitar, things like a weapon. And it's going to be the new guitar when we play shows. And I'm going to wear the Mandalorian helmet with it. Yes, you are. Oh man! All right. Wow. Yep. So that will be my thing. Okay. On on stage. Cool. It's going to be a thing. I'm going to get Mikey a Chewbacca mask for him to wear. Amazing. <laughs> God damn it. Yeah. The one where you open your mouth and it automatically. Obviously, it I goes, know which one you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with that. Kev, we are weird. You're a tambourine. <laughs> what about, um, how come Merp doesn't, you know, at this point cover, uh, some type of Star Wars melody? Cause it's not in drop D. Okay. <laughs> um, you're wrong, but, uh, okay. <laughs> You know what? Maybe I should just throw that riff in into one one part of a song, like a part of a breakdown. Could you do that without getting sued? Why not? I could do that. 
Really? Artistic license. Artistic license. George Lucas doesn't give a fuck about your artistic license. What has he got? He don't own Star Wars. I'm going to go up against the mouse. Oh, yeah, well, that's way easier. Do you know how much advertising oh. we've done for the fucking mouse? <laughs> he can't give me 30 seconds. A few riffs of the Imperial March. You know can have. We have talked so much about fucking Disney Plus fucking shows and Star Wars in general. Is there a problem? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I thought we were going to have a problem. <laughs> I just love flying all the way down here and talk about your problems. <laughs> well, what else shit. can you do, Mike? <laughs> that wasn't me. That was the mouse. (laughs) (laughs) Summer cold. All right. Well, now's a good time to uh, take our little bit of a pause. A little pause. Hey, how's this beer treating you on the end? I feel like it's getting like drier and a little bit more bitter. It's fine. It's fine. I actually like it just because it's different and simple. Yeah. 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 Tell um, me you have an IPA in in the fridge. Yeah, we have in the arsenal. But I'm, I'm saying this is getting a little bit more complicated the more I drink of it. Yeah, we got a New England pale ale on deck mm. and an IPA to wrap things up. Perfect. All right. We're going to push pause and we will be back after these messages. Tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips, the tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips, the tip of the tongue, the teeth, the lips. Play that back for me, Pickles. Just one more time. Play it back for me. And we're We're back. Jenks, you owe me a Coke. (laughs) (laughs) You did not see that coming. (laughs) Son of a bitch, I got you. I got you. (laughs) I did not see that coming. We are indeed back for the second half of the show and our second beer. Mm. Woohoo! We're going to talk about some music. Oh, but yes, we can crack these beers open. It's, uh, okay. Kevin, tell me about what I'm about to drink here. I love uh, this can. We're about to drink Dad Joke. This is a New England IPA, clocking it at 4.8 horsepower. Mm. Oh, a session. I like that. Nice Same mom. brewery. Same brewery. And uh, the picture is a real-life version of Carl from Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Hell yeah. Giving the finger guns. <laughs> it's like he's at open mic night, too. I don't it's know what this is going to taste like, but it pours out like apple juice or pineapple juice. Mm-hmm. So my brain has already got pineapple on the mind. So let's see what happens. It's pretty fucking yummy. It's got that kind it of... It is fruity as hell. Yeah, oh. it is. It's fruity. Hold on. Uh, Mike, this is their underdog as we understood it, correct? Uh, yeah, that was the impression I was getting. Yep. Yeah. Who's your server again? Jamir. 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 So Jamir said that this was their underdog. So this Lady one on the, the front desk. Uh, said this was their underdog. Uh, it was a very limited selection of available four packs, unfortunately. Yeah. So I like this a lot. It smells really good. I like it too. This is uh, thirst quenching. It's got this like. Uh, Super juicy, white in color. At the top, it's like really tight. Yeah. Kind of peppery almost. I don't know how else to really. It's got this really tight flavor separate from the rest of it. Yep. Pilsner did too. It did. 
I like this. This is not overly hoppy. This yeah. is smooth and drinkable and juicy, and I just kind of pours in your mouth. Mm-hmm. I agree. It's really delicious, and I like it. But it, I don't. I, I feel like it's like I know I'm drinking a beer. It's got this like. The bubbles are so tight or something, they almost kind of like burn thing. your mouth a little bit. Yeah. Mm. I think that's what it is. A little bit of a burn from the bubbles or something. Right on. I don't know. It's awesome. I like it. See if I can uh, look up a flavor profile, see how close we are. I'd be interested. The color leans towards pineapple, I would think. There are a lot of beers called Dad Joke. No shit. I got it. Well, I while you're it. looking, just really quick, um, I would like to remind our few listeners that uh, we will be giving away a $20 gift card to this brewery at the uh, end of the show I'll tell you how to do that get the prime rib ask for Jameer the next time we do a sushi night I just want to switch it go to this place yes you do okay all right peg out on some fucking prime rib I don't know when that's gonna happen we're gonna be pretty busy but yeah we'll make it we'll make it happen yeah yeah Slow down there, slick. Sushi night is at Jade's now. Yeah. Easy. Well, I know, but <laughs> that's kind of funny how, like, basically we just don't want to go get sushi in Salem anymore. Like, we'll do something else. We'll go to North Andover, Manchester. <laughs> Jade set the bar pretty high. Yeah. You know, it's kind yeah, of like the you, same reason yeah. I have to drive to Kenny Bunk to get Pad Thai. Yeah, right. <laughs> I get it. Yeah. You know. Um, by the way, Dad Joke is a full body, double dry hop session IPA. Yeah. Like that. Hopped with mosaic and galaxy for a tropical pineapple flavor. What's the pineapple? Isn't that funny? All right. All right. We ready to talk about some music? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I forgot what we were doing. We are talking we're about some the music. music segment now. We are doing the music segment and it has reset. We have gone around the horn. It is starting with me. And we'll go around and around and around we go. Round and around. Baru is the anchor. Wow. Great. We have once again sent each other. An album for review. And, uh, I sent everybody Primus. Thank you for that, Jack. You're welcome. Selling the seeds of cheese. I didn't even know I needed to listen to that, but I really, really needed to listen to that. It was was so good. You're taking the words right out of my head again. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Cause I I feel the same way. I I listened to this a lot as a kid, you know, preteen type years, 11, 12. Yeah. I'm sure for years after that too. But anyways. I used to do it a lot. And then yeah. many, many years have gone by since I've heard it. I'm like, oh man, it's a good one. Primus was real yeah, big when I was in high school. And I remember being a bass player. Like a lot of the Primus songs aren't that hard to play, but they just sound so different. Yeah. He's right. When you play them. Yeah. People are like, wow, you're really good. I'm not really good. I, I can trick musicians into thinking I know what I'm doing for about 15 <clears throat> minutes. You know what? That's like <laughs> 90% of the battle. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's all exactly down. right. But. <laughs> That's dude, what I do. Too. The baseline it's, 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 for uh, American Life might be my favorite favorite Primus baseline, and whenever I hear it, I th- I just think it's so circular. You know, it, it just kind of goes and meets itself and goes, and, and I know that's what bass is supposed to do, but I just think this one is like it's a riff you can play forever. Oh, forever. Well, it it's keeps funny sounding good. You should say that. Is that, that your is clip? my clip. And okay. here we go. Let's oh, listen to my God. clip of American Life by Primus Sailing the Seas of Cheese, please. It's a woman for the night, and he rides home to the prosperity. Baby, baby. For the glory of a man, 
You know who so doesn't good. get credit? That guitarist and that drummer. I was just gonna. Uh, <laughs> I was literally just gonna start saying the same shit. I don't often hear people talk about the drummer, but somebody actually pointed it out to me when they did the Woodstock thing, mm-hmm. the second Woodstock. My friend's parents got that on pay per view, and that was cool. And uh, so I kind of paid attention, like, oh yeah, the guy's tight as hell. But yep. then you know, it's weird when something gets planted in your brain and you start paying attention more to it. You know, the guy, yes, the, I, I give uh, Les's uh, other members uh, all the credit in the world. These guys are incredible. The guitarist just adds this like backdrop atmosphere thing, and it's all brilliant. Yeah, I mean, obviously the way it's mixed, it's very bass forward, which is awesome. And that's what makes it so unique. Mm-hmm. But when you listen to the back, like, what else is going on? And it's a guy playing a They're strat. really trying to create an atmosphere. It really is. And he's yeah. just getting wacky with his bass. It's very jazzy. Like Mike yeah. pointed out, like if you ask Les to just kind of like play the most complicated level 10 stuff you can, he can do it. Oh, yes. You know, he is that good, but yeah. he uses his bass to create this world that he likes to live in. And you ever see his videos? Like he likes to see. You guys ever see the video for Winona's got a big brown yes. bass? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dude. Awesome video with those yeah, freaking cowboy sick. suits. Yeah. yeah. So apparently to do that video, the suits were so cumbersome, they had to slow the song down and play it, and they just kind of like marched along and played along with it. That was the only way they could actually translate that to a visual. No shit. One other little tidbit before we move on to Kev. Les actually tried out for Metallica. Yep. Yeah. And they said, he's too much. This, <laughs> we you're just you're doing your own thing. That's, this is so funny because yeah. we were just talking about this last night. So. No shit. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I was uh, going to also do uh, Fish On for my clip, one of my favorite tunes. I mean, mm-hmm. that, that whole damn I album. I think of Sailing just... the Seas of Cheese and Pork Soda. I was just kind of thinking about it. I think I like them both equally. Yeah, yeah. Pork Soda is, I think, a little bit darker. And, sure. And yeah. I think more kind of streamlined in terms of its uh, atmosphere. Yeah. You know, the whole thing kind of has a tone. You know, like Mr. Crinkle is so dark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's thick. Ha- I'm going to listen to that. Oh, I love it. Oh. I, um, yeah, I used to practice some of those snare runs on that, on those long drum parts. So I'm saying, like, I hope some circles are giving the drummer the credit that he deserves. Uh, Primus is a, is a musician's band. Yeah. You know, really yeah, there's no doubt. I'm, that, that, I'm sure that's one he of those bands where I think place. a lot of people, when they hear, just be like, that's noise. But with musicians here, it's like, huh. I love how, uh, Primus managed to stay ahead of internet trolls before internet trolls were a thing mm. with the Primus sucks slogan. Yep. Brilliant. Alright, Kev. Yes, sir. You ready to take us back? To, uh, 1976. 1976. That was a good year. inaugural album of the band Boston. The self-titled album, even. Inaugural. Look at you. It's your book. I like it. Words. Didn't even. Look at this kid in this fucking nomenclature, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, this Brilliant. is one of those bands I learned, I started listening to through road trips up mm-hmm. to Maine. Mm-hmm. And it just became some of my favorite driving music. Oh, just cool. Upbeat, mm-hmm. happy. Even when they're singing about sad things, they sing about this, some sad things here. You know, There's a about, lot of hits on that. About half the album is Heartbreak. Yeah. A lot. I didn't realize until I listened to it that like 80% of that record is on the radio every yep. single day. Yep. Yeah. Every day. And you don't you see know, that often. stood the test of time. Usually it's one or two songs that get yanked from an album that just get overplayed over and over. 
with Metallica. Agreed. You never hear Don't Tread on Me playing on the radio, but you hear Enter Sandman a hundred times a day. Yeah. Pretty much every song from this album has circulated on the radio at one point or another. Yeah. All right. Well, play let's clip. listen to your clip. Let's play the clip from the first song, More Than a Feeling. It's just uh, rock and roll. Uh, so. <laughs> man, I, I gotta say, uh, it sounds incredible on these headphones. <laughs> really? That yes. guitar tone is amazing. Yeah. yeah. That, 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 For 1976? Sure. Yeah. Dude, they're playing a happy fucking riff, but yeah. that's fucking black metal guitar tone all day long. I mean, 80s hair metal, but like a before, million. Before it was metal. In the long, long ago. The, the before four times. <laughs> this album just kind of exists in almost every facet. You hear this album at weddings. You hear this on just about every radio station. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's everywhere. You see it in commercials. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love this album. And I mean, I, I love listening to that clip. <clears throat> and I give the band and musicians all the credit in the world for their accomplishments with this record. But it's still not something that I'm going to like go and put on. For, oh, no. For oh, me, sure, sure. For no. me personally, you know. Like but I, if you told I really, me to sit down and analyze it, I'll be like, yeah. Like, honestly, I would probably yeah. like sit here and listen to it on these headphones because that sounded awesome. Yeah. But like, yeah, it, I, like I said, I, I love it. I appreciate it uh, very much. But it's, yeah, for me personally, it just, it won't, it won't make it into the rotation. Yeah, no, same here. I'm not, uh, <sighs> so that's what I aim to when folks. I bring, bring albums to the table. I like to bring things that no one's going to be off put by hearing. Oh. You know, I do appreciate that's what I appreciate, I appreciate that about you, about you, you know, yeah. I mean, that's cool that you're dark. being considerate, but dark to be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. <laughs> yeah, Mikey, to be fair. Uh, Are so you I, ready? I, yeah, I'm ready. What'd going you get back one I year, going back to 1975. Hell yeah. I picked Aerosmith toys in the attic. So this would be Aerosmith's third album. But this would be the first one where they got real popularity. They've been touring and everything before that. This had Sweet Emotion, uh, Walk This Way, uh, You See Me Crying. All and the goodies. What I forgot was my favorite Aerosmith song ever, Round and Round. That's so God sick. Damn, and you know what? Good shit. That reminds me of Led Zeppelin. Big but time. heavier. Yeah. Heavier. Uh, and it again, also, these headphones are blowing my mind. Yeah. It <laughs> also kind of puts me in that <clears throat> Kiss Detroit rock but scene better. mode. Like, but Dude, but such bluesier. A, you know, kind of uh, right along with Boston. This was 75. I mean, I'm yeah. positive these guys were using references from Toys in the Attic to make their production, which was similar but more electric. Anyways, I, I, uh, I, I love this album. So, Toys in the Attic was actually the very first music that I owned. That was my very first cassette tape. Sure. Someone gave it to me for a birthday. I didn't think about it much then, but later on, after listening to it, I've always been really infatuated with the idea of the first time people heard something. And 
like Sweet Emotion is a really great song. Of course, yeah. Really fantastic intro yep. bass yep. line, very rich My layer. favorite bass line. You know, and it is imagine still the used. first time you heard that there. I mean, there was stuff similar so to it. So cool, yeah. You know, um, uh, You Hear Me Crying, that was the first time Aerosmith started kind of crossing genres and using orchestra. And we all know in 1986 when they did that shit with Run DMC, that's what put Aerosmith on top, not this album. When they did Walk This Way, which, by the way, is a reference to Young Frankenstein. Interesting. Um, when really? Igor's like, walk this way, and they all follow him. And, and Mel Brooks has <laughs> referenced it a couple of times. He used it in um, Robin Hood, Men in Tights. I didn't know that was a reference to Young Frankenstein. Young Frankenstein is one of my favorite movies. Great movie. Aerosmith is an absolutely brilliant band. And, and I know this is all <clears> subjective, <throat> but to me, of all the like bluesy kind of classic rock type bands, I... I'm, for me, I, I think Aerosmith is probably my favorite. Yeah, I just think the stuff they came up with is just so original. Yeah, and they were well put together, one of well the first uh, ambassadors for the whole rock rap collaboration. Mm-hmm. Remember when rap was coming out? It was they kind were of the that first. Whole, I would say they were the first. 86? They were the first mainstream. Yes, it, it was Blondie did it. Yeah, before, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But she wasn't. Yeah, but that was I, I when rap it. was still very avant-garde. It was still very beatnik thing to do. Yeah, exactly. But so Aerosmith was the olive branch, or maybe Run DMC was the olive branch. Olive branch. I don't know. But either way, that that's when they, when rock and rap kind of shook hands for that moment. It's like, oh, all right. Well, that's and then how we ended up with. That's how it was. Beastie you know, Boys, dude. But what Jay was saying, you know, that's how guys kind of were back then. Like, we're doing this, you're doing you, but it's cool. We're going to hang out, drink beers, and smoke blunts. Yep. You know, maybe we'll do a song together. You and remember, what, uh, what was it? It was Biohazard <laughs> and... Um... Shut. Oh, yeah. That for uh, I know the album. It was Flavor State of the World Flav. Address. And that song yeah. was Tales from the South Side. There you the go. The guy from Cypress yeah. Hill. I don't know. No, 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 no. Not Cypress, not the Cypress Hill one. Yeah. In the noise. That was oh, a, that was it. It was it was Anthrax and Anthrax Public, and Enemy. Public Enemy. Nasty show. Yeah. Nasty well, show. Biohazard My also bad. did, but Biohazard did do Cypress a thing Hill. with Cypress Hill. There yeah. we go. Yeah. You remember all these little moments, like oh, you know, I know so all cool. this shit. Dude, yeah. I still spin that stuff. Are you yeah. Kidding me? I still put on State of the World Address. That album slaps yo. <laughs> <laughs> I love my '90s fucking shit, dude. Yeah. I, I love it. Every once in a while, I need a dose of something random, like Biohazard. Well, let's do some random doom there, buddy. Beruse the Anchor. Yeah, alright, so it's a band called Temple of Void. I had heard a little buzz about them, and then I had a rough week this week, and I didn't put much thought into picking an album, but I listened to this, and I was really impressed with the first song, and I kind of jumped on it, and uh, I actually think the album was really, really, really good. Basically, it's a, it's a death metal slash doom metal record in spades and this genre really excelled well in the 90s and a lot of times fans who attempt this genre can be kind of boring you know they might have one or two riffs or one or two parts it's like all right cool but then a lot of times just kind of draws on it doesn't do anything uh but not the case let's hear the clip you got it this is self-schism Right, so I mean, uh, that's an ultra heavy, groovy song. And I mean, I don't know, I actually give this 
album uh, almost a perfect score. I have one complaint for something that was really glaring out to me. I want to hear it's the same complaint I have. Yeah, so me too. literally my only complaint about this album is I wish that the uh, lead guitar tones had a bit of more volume to them or a little more thought put into wow. like the uh or that the vocalist the had less on, volume on the guitar no i actually i dig the vocals he's pretty i feel like original. he's saying he's big like mike actor but he sounds like him he doesn't you know and i don't feel like he's trying to i believe this band mm-hmm. which is what you know i i, I like i, I listened to it like three four times like, so you and i are hearing i think the same thing but i interpret it differently mm-hmm. i interpret it as when i heard it i was listening to it on a jbl5 speaker and it felt like to me the singer was singing over the music, above the music. Okay, you know what I mean. I felt like the the vocals were like floating, like they weren't in the same tracks. They weren't mixed in well. Interesting. I thought the music was freaking amazing. There's some like dirty riffs in there that I, right. I really want to groove out to. Oh, yeah. There's a couple of things where I felt like um, some of the growls went on a little bit too long and sang over mm-hmm. some really. Really fantastic guitar chugging. I wish the singer would drop his volume and blend in with the music a little bit. The Uh, music part of it was great. And the the way that the album, as you listen to it, as it progressed past that first song, it really was versatile. You know, it didn't, you know, it it changed styles. It wasn't, it started off with like a bangy, rocky riff, like we just heard in the sample. And then that song kind of trails off and gets pretty doomy and ends on a pretty low note. What yeah, I took I, away. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Uh, what I took away from this was after that third track, that acoustic track, yes. which is very nice, very reminiscent of uh, Still Life by sure. Opeth. Yep. It felt like a completely different album after that. Groovier, a little bouncier. Maybe that second track opening is pretty groovy. Um, and that album cover, Peru. Good stuff. If that isn't an area in Elden Ring, I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> good segue. Anyways, I, I think. You know, this is their second full length. These guys have played in a bunch of other bands from the Detroit area. So they've been doing this a while, but this is a really impressive album. I I know they're on Relapse. I don't know if this is their first one on the label or second, but I would say, you know, keep an eye on these guys. Uh, Temple of Void, one of the more solid Death Doom acts I've, I've heard. I love the music. Vocals just need to get in there with the music. Interesting. You know, death metal karaoke brew. Uh huh. (laughs) I don't know if it, no, not, not quite that bad. (laughs) You know, it it was, yeah, but I would love a death metal karaoke bar. Oh yeah. That would be hilarious. Occasionally awesome. Mostly hilarious. Yeah. So Elden Ring, we have a release date. We do. So, this is between Kevin and Baru. Should we, Mikey and I didn't play the games, but I am interested. Up, should so we finish ahead. up these beers before we move on to video game stuff? You can, is this uh, the one that George Martin is helping write the storyline? Yeah, yes. who exactly? So George R R R R Martin. Yes. George R R Martin. R R Gur Martin. Gur. Yeah. So Elden Ring is a kind of like a spiritual successor to the Dark Souls games. Uh, which Kevin and I are huge, huge fans of. Mm-hmm. You know, we're very excited about this. And uh, like you mentioned, George R.R. R. Martin has collaborated. So typically in the Souls games, the narrative is 
extremely cryptic in like an old English way, but not not many words are said through the game. It's very cryptic. There's um convoluted storyline, and there's a lot of story to find, but you have to find it. Right, it's not mm. handed to you. And I think all. really, you know, it kind of just gives you a feeling of what's going on. It doesn't really mm-hmm. kind of you're kind of just floating around this world that's moved on. It leave you know? it, it's it's telling the story of this world through mostly myths, right? So it, a lot, a lot is open to possible. interpretation. Thank God we have that video to sort everything out for us. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you guys know that Kevin has never seen Almost Famous? What oh, the that's actual fuck? It's a good movie. It's a great movie. Yeah. Ah, speaking of movies. So, Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Spoke, spoke with Bill Maher recently. Do tell. His next movie will be his final movie. Shut up. Oh, I've heard that. I've heard about that. Yeah, and I have he entertained the idea of remaking Reservoir Dogs, but quickly said, I'm not going to do it, but I thought about it. I've never seen Reservoir Dogs. That's, that's interesting that he really thought about it. I wonder in what capacity. Wait, you never uh, saw it? I've seen, as far as I know, every other Tarantino movie. Oh, okay. You haven't. But you... I haven't seen Reservoir Dogs. Oh, man, that's a big deal. It's one of the best. Ones. I know. I know the iconic ear cutting scene, dude. Oh uh, yeah, even some of the opening scenes with Harvey Keitel. He is a motherfucker. Wow. Oh, shit. Okay. Okay, we got some work to do. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Yep. It's you know, on us. You know, a movie I really liked, even though it's a straight up white savior movie, Django. Love Django. Oh yeah, Love that was Django. awesome. Yeah, that was a great movie. Uh, great memes came out of that movie, though. Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> what was Don Johnson's what character what? named? Candy? What was Ca- yeah, Candyland, yeah. Yeah. That's the name of the room. Hmm? The plantation. Which which one was Don Johnson? Uh so oh, that's the when they went riding with, with the, the eye where they're cutting the eye holes and no one can see and they're kind of oh, like yeah, 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 yeah. I can't see. <laughs> no, it wasn't it wasn't candy. Don't you ask nothing from about. me and mine no more. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, I made mine worse. <laughs> May I bring something up? Yeah. No. About Hateful Eight. Eight. Mm-hmm. Awesome movie until fucking Channing Tatum came out of the four bullets. It was an awesome movie until that point. So, fun little thing about that one. He just wasn't Oh, good, no. I know what he's going to say. Yeah. What? So. Bert, what kind of acoustic guitar do I have? I don't know. It's a Martin. It's yeah. a Martin. Yeah. Okay. Martin has been around since the 1800s. Sure. That guitar that uh, Jennifer Jason Lee, mm-hmm. anyway, she starts playing a guitar at one point. Yeah. Okay. And Kurt Russell walks over and grabs the guitar and smashes it. Yep. And then you see her go like this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. And they kept that in there. The reason that she was saying, whoa, 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 and looking around is because that was an actual Martin from the 1800s. And it was, it was borrowed fucking priceless. from a museum. <laughs> and what was supposed to happen in that scene was that the guitar was supposed to be switched out for the replica and smashed. But Kurt Russell, feeling the moment, smashed. Oh, priceless. my God. A, a priceless, priceless artifact. Artifact of a guitar. Oh, my God. It's okay. That's so a, when you rewatch that scene, it's fucking embarrassing. It's, it's fucking embarrassing. It's 
It's Jack Burton. He doesn't know any better. I want you to rewatch <laughs> that scene and look at that actress's yep. eyes. Yeah, right. When that guitar Genuine gets broken, fear. she dies a little bit. She freaks the fuck out. Oh, man. You just smashed a Picasso. You and know? they kept that in there because it was so raw. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the amount of money they just had to pay out, yeah, you're keeping it in there. <laughs> they, I wonder they, how they settled that. Uh, I'm sure that they took out some sh- sort of insurance on it, but <laughs> it's priceless. It cannot be replaced. It was, it was a sad day in history. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So rewatch bad. that scene specifically, and you will see a genuine reaction to someone smashing an irreplaceable object. I'm going to pull that up on my phone just so we can watch it after the... Yeah, we, we should. We should. Sorry to interrupt, but yeah, we, we, we're talking about no, Quentin Tarantino. Uh, we need another drink? Yeah? All right. He's giving us Let's the, push pause he, and we'll come back for some unfiltered... Oh. 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 <laughs> Okay, here we're we back. We just watched the uh, scene of the guitar from the 1878-ish, the Martin Priceless Museum piece being smashed by Kurt Russell. Awful. It was uh, disturbing to watch the first time. It was very disturbing to watch it again, over oh, and nobody over. Nobody told me. I didn't know. He knew. What do we got here? What is this? A session? What is it? This is not a session. This is 6.9. Ah. Uh, this is the flagship. All right. Oh, here we go. Lazy days. We popping these? Uh, Soon, maybe when Mike finishes his last beer. I have a summer cold. Yeah, it was a summer cold. Go get another glass or just drink out of the can. We're not waiting for you. Okay. I'm ready. Lazy days. And it's got a, some flip-flops and some feet on it. It's very similar in color to the dad joke. So, let's see if we're pineapple again. So it's a little less hazy than the dad joke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a little. Eh. So, how, how should we... What should the rules be for this uh, gift card? I was going to say, when I post this up on Instagram... All you have to do is, you know, give us a follow, give it a like, and give it a comment. And then we'll take all those names that liked and, and commented and followed or whatever. Mm-hmm. We throw their names in the hat, and then we just mail them a gift card. I defer to you. That sounds pretty standard. Does that work? That's pretty... I see that happening a lot. Yeah. Kev, do you uh, concur? Uh, yeah. All right. That's how we'll do it. So we will give away the... $20 gift card to, where the hell am I drinking from? Backyard, Backyard Brewery. Brewery. Yeah. So, be local. <laughs> yeah, you gotta be local. They're in Manchester, New Hampshire, so <laughs> please take that any in consideration. Good if you're one of the people listening in Japan or the UK or... Exactly right. So, if yeah. you want a $20 gift card to Backyard Brewery in Manchester, New Hampshire, New. all you gotta do is, I'm gonna, when I post this up on uh, Instagram, the, the episode post, Give us a follow. Give it a like. Just say, you know, whatever comment, like, hey, or hello, or what up, bastards. 
I'm just so happy I found really, really good prime rib like 16 minutes from my house. Now you see, there you go. So go for the prime rib and Get the have prime a beer. Rib. Honestly, after Ask your story at the beginning of the show, like I really, really want to go. All right, show's over. Let's go. Not, not now. We didn't really get to talk about this beer. Oh, Should yeah. I take a sip yet? I, I think it's pretty good. much the same thing as the uh, dad joke, but it, way more this flavor. One, this one does not have that that top bubbly flavor. This one's got a sharp bite to it. Tons of flavor. Super juicy. Yep. I feel like we need to stop drinking Treehouse for a little while. Easy now there, Skeeter. You know what I'm saying, Jay? Did you you quote that? Just that I think we need to stop drinking. I'm going to come out with something. (laughs) It's an unpopular opinion, but I think we've had better IPAs in this room here during the podcast. I've, I've liked beers that we've had in here on the podcast better than most of the treehouse. Really? Huh. Sorry. I, uh, I know I'm probably wrong. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. But like, there's just beers that I've Flavor is subjective, like but yes, more. you're wrong. Flavor is subjective. But mostly you're wrong. Fine. You know. <laughs> there, listen, listen treehouse is amazing. I, I like people it. say the same thing about oh, the Alchemist too. Remember how awesome everyone said Hetty Topper was? And Absolutely. Dude, now right. if I get a Hetty Topper, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Eh. Okay. Really? Yeah. Focal bang is way better. Interesting. We're going to have to get going soon. Yeah. Going to get up at uh, quarter of five. Oh, come on. All right. Yeah. Well, let's wrap it up. <sighs> if you enjoyed this episode of Draft Bastards, we would certainly appreciate it if you subscribed. You can visit us at draftbastards.podbean.com. And on Facebook and Instagram at Draft Bastards, all one word. Drop us a like and say hey. I encourage all of you to check out Backyard Brewery, Manchester, New Hampshire. Make sure that you uh, like the post that we put up on Instagram for a chance to win a $20 gift card. Just like it and then make a comment of some sort and we'll put your name in a hat and then I will DM you and we'll... Nice. And then I'll DM you and uh, I'll I'll mail you the the $20 gift card. As always, please support your local brewery. Episode 11 in the books.